Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. <laughs> Kia ora, everybody. I'm Jordan, host of the Kiwi Birth Tales podcast. It's my hope that you find support and comfort in these stories, and I'm really looking forward to bringing you today's episode. Just a reminder before we get started that these are personal experiences and you should always seek medical advice before making any important decisions. I'm not an advocate for any particular model of birth or birth care, and this is simply a platform to share these empowering Kiwi birth tales with you all. In today's episode, I'll be speaking with Tessa. Tessa takes us through her two home births and also has some really interesting information to share about the Māori customs and what her and her partner did after both of her girls' births. It's a great episode and I hope you enjoy. Hey Tessa, thank you for joining me today. Hey Jordan, um, no problem, happy to be here and I'm quite excited to share my stories with you. Awesome, I'm very excited to have you on. Would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about you and who's in your family? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Tessa. I'm 26 years old. Um, and my partner, Corey, he's actually 15 years older than me. Um, you wouldn't tell, though. So he's away at the moment for work. And I've also got um, two daughters. So I've got Waitohi, who is three and a half. So she'll be four in February on Valentine's Day. And I've got Hapahapai. She is 19 months old. Um yeah, and they're both at Kohanga today. So, um, yeah, which is like a Māori kindergarten. Um, so they only speak te reo Māori there. So they're, they're bilingual, which is quite cool. So, yeah. Awesome. That's very cool. And what was the journey like to pregnancy for you the first time around? Awesome. So, um, just trying to think. <laughs> Seems like so long ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I remember, um, well, me and my partner hadn't, we'd been together about a year, I think, and we were just, you know, really happy in that. And then I remember I was getting to the end of my pill and I think I ran out and I was having a break or something. And then, you know, we just sort of talked about kids and that didn't really think much of it. Um, and then like we, it kind of happened like straight away, which was quite a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the kind of the bad thing was, um, my family hadn't met Corey yet. <laughs> So it was kind of a shock to my mum when I told her on the phone. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, she came down and met him and all that. Um, Yeah, so it was quite a surprise. But we were were really excited. It was just like, oh. And, you know, you kind of have doubts like, are we ready? Is it the right time? But, um, you know, I don't think ever is the right time. It's just, you know, it happens, it happens, and you just make the most of it. And then, yeah, after that, we were really excited and went through all the scans and that. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And how did you find out that you were pregnant? Did you miss a period or have early symptoms? So I think I did miss a period and I remember getting a bit of heartburn um, and then sort of feeling a bit sick at night. And I was like, oh, this is weird. And then I remember taking a pregnancy test at home and um, yeah, showing Corey and then it was positive. So we were quite excited. Um, and then I think I was I was quite later on, like six weeks or something pregnant when I found out. Cool. And did you have a plan of where you thought you might like to deliver at that stage or what were your thoughts there? Yeah. So we were kind of weighing up the options. Um, like I wasn't too sure. I was, I was only 22. So I was quite young and like I was quite fit and healthy. So I thought 
you know, maybe we could think about home birth or I, uh, like a birthing center. I didn't really like the idea of the hospital. I just find that quite, um, like I hate the smell of them and find them quite like <laughs> clinical. Awesome. And what was the rest of your pregnancy experience like the first time? How were you feeling physically and emotionally? So I was quite lucky. I only got morning sickness kind of like the first few months, but it wasn't major. I just had lots of nausea in that. Um, and I kept pretty fit because I was working at one of the gyms as well as managing a gym. So I, um, I kept training. I think I trained till I was 37 weeks and then just sort of took it easy and did walking after that. Um, so I think it definitely helped me and it helped with the recovery after as well. Yeah. And, um, it is a lot easier to train, obviously, when you don't have any other kids. So yeah, yeah. So that seemed to help too. Yeah. Awesome. And did you go to any antenatal classes or anything like that before you went into labor? So we are, we were going to do some home birth ones, but I think we missed out on them and we were away. Um, like some more sort of natural ones. And then we, we went to some at the hospital, um, but they weren't that great. So we only went to like one, I think, but it kind of put us off because like it wasn't really the best. Like it was all right, you know, just teaching it, but people would ask silly questions like, oh, can you get paralyzed from having an epidural and all these weird questions? And we were kind of like, oh, and like you went to the hospital room and it seemed kind of scary. And yeah, so it kind of put us off and we, yeah, we didn't end up going back. I just kind of, I had a really good midwife and a couple of good pregnancy books and that. So that seemed to help. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And at what stage of the pregnancy did you decide that you were going to have a home birth? So we, um, after we found our midwife, so we wanted one because my partner is Māori. We wanted one that like was Māori or knew the Māori tikanga, like the customs. Um, so we found her and, and then we talked about it and she was actually a home birth midwife. So we went with the ones that could do home birth. Um, and then, yeah, we had a really good chat with her and she explained it all and we felt real comfortable. So we thought, yeah, it would be all, such an awesome opportunity. Um, and because I was quite young and, you know, like a pretty healthy pregnancy and quite fit at the time, it was, yeah, it was a good option for us. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And did you go into labor naturally? How far along were you? Why told my first one? She actually came right on her due date, which was quite a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she came on Valentine's Day, which was cool. Um, so yeah, I did. I, Got some contractions like the day before, just like every sort of hour or half an hour. And then like she took the dogs for a walk and stuff because I was like, oh, maybe it's just the Braxton Hicks and stuff. So I just kept moving and and that seemed to help like I think bring it on as well, just walking and stuff. And then yeah, the night before they got like even stronger and then like every sort of half an hour in bed and I was like, oh, yeah. And then – it was quite funny that that following morning, I think it was on the 13th, um, we hadn't, we were going to do a belly cast and I hadn't done it yet. Cause I was thinking she'll probably be late cause she's the first one. So, um, yeah, then Corey did the, in the bath standing up, you do your belly cast, you know, when you stick the strips on <laughs> yeah. that. And then, um, yeah, so we did that and I was having like little contractions. So that was <laughs> pretty full on. And then, um, yeah, I was standing too long. So after that, you know, I was waiting for it to set. And the next minute I fainted. So, so yeah, oh that was quite full on, but Corey was there luckily. Um, yeah, but yeah, it probably wasn't the best thing to do. <laughs> and then he said, Oh, you've dented the belly cast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, 
because we were planning the home birth, um, we obviously got that done. And then I think we rang the midwife and she said it looks like it might be happening or it could just be practice ones, but you can get ready, you know, just in case and she'll drop the birth kit round and stuff. Um, and then my partner started setting up the birth pole because he bought like a full on one from like a brand new one off trade me. So that was quite funny. So, um, he was setting all that up in the bedroom and stuff and getting that all ready. And, um, I was just getting everything else ready. I pretty much did, but you know, just getting towels and stuff ready. And then, so it was the evening. Yeah. Before I had her, so I had her five forty in the morning. So it was that night. They just started getting more regular and regular. Um, and then we rang the midwife and she ended up coming around and she said, Oh, it looks like you're having a baby. So she got here. Um, and then I'm pretty sure when she got here, I was already fully dilated. So that was quite good. Oh, wow. I didn't have to wait too long. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it was quite a quick labor, quite quick and painful though. <laughs> um, yeah. and then I, I ended up getting really like bad back pain, like lower back, like, like it was like someone was stabbing me in my back. <laughs> yeah. That was quite painful, but you know, just putting the heat pack on it helped in that. And then, and then we, yeah, she got here and we went downstairs to my bedroom, which was where I was having her. Um, by the time we got down there and sort of, you know, I was having quite bad contractions in between and stuff. And then I didn't even make it into the birthing pool. So I ended up having her like on the floor, my hands and knees on the end of my bed. So yeah, the end oh, of my wow. bed. So yeah. Yeah. But I found that like probably the best position that worked for me. Um, and I think just cause I wasn't, I was so far gone and it, she was just about coming. I was kind of too late to get in the pool and get comfy and get that all sorted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Did you have any tearing or anything the first time around or you were okay? So yeah, um, no, so I, I did get grazing though. Um, but the midwife checked and didn't need stitches or anything, but it was actually really painful afterwards. So it was like, you know, when you go to the toilet and that so painful, like you just about cry from weeing. It was so sore. Yeah. 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 Did you find that that just sort of improved with time or was there anything you could do that helped aid you in that? Yeah. So it did. It, I think it took like a week or s- about a week to stop hurting. So it was quite like a painful week, but like they suggested going toilet in the shower or the bath and just or in some water and taking these like ural sachets to help not make your pee yeah. sting so much. So yeah, everything yeah. a little bit helped and putting some healing cream on it and stuff like that. So yeah, it, yeah. it got better eventually after a week, I think it was. Yeah, cool. And did you birth the placenta naturally as well? Yes. So yeah, I think it came quite quickly after. It's always like you have a, a, the birth and then you're like, oh, now I've got to get that out. <laughs> Obviously not as yeah. bad, but it's still like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fine. It came out like half an hour later or something, I think. Um, yeah. And just with the – I'll tell you a bit about the the multi tikanga, the stuff we use. So yeah, also. My, pa- my partner, Corey, got a, um, a knife made and it had like Gibson Fano carved in the handle, so he wanted to use that for all our babies to cut the cord. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he, it's really sharp. So we had to be really careful, but it was really cool. It just like sliced right through the, um, through the cord. So that was his thing that he did. And then, um, with the, um, the umbilical cord. So instead of using the white clips, like, um, most people use in the hospitals, um, we used a muka, which is like, I don't know whether you've heard about it, but it's, um, a bit of weave, like plaited flax. Yeah. So it's quite small and then you just tie it off with that. So that was really cool. And it actually, 
it made it more comfortable for her because she didn't have this big clip sort of hanging out and it was yeah it was really nice and seemed to you know cut like it, her belly button fell off quite early too and yeah it worked out really well so that was cool awesome and with our placentas after um yeah we give birth we put them in a like a carved wooden box and then we we take them to our um our place in Kaikoura and then yeah bury it there and put a tree on it so yeah Amazing. That's very cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's all good. So how did you find she went with latching on and everything like that after you um, gave birth initially? So I sort of had a few like troubles trying to latch her on. You know, I was so exhausted. They just kind of like shove her on your boob and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I did, we did find it quite hard feeding her. I think it was kind of like a latch and then like not getting enough milk. So there was a couple of days we had to syringe feed her. So, you, you know, you're squeezing the milk, trying to get it out with a syringe and then ended up getting a breast pump and pumping as well. So just because my boobs were so sore, it was, you know, good to have give a have a bottle every so often and then a, a boob feed just yeah. to give your boobs that rest. Um, so, yeah, it was it was really hard the first couple of months and really painful, like crap, cracked boobs and bleeding and stuff. But, um, yeah, we got there in the end. Um, yeah, so it, it was quite good because she did get used to the bottle quite early on. So there was, you know, a positive with it. Awesome. And how long did you end up breastfeeding her for? So, yeah, once we got it, I quite enjoyed it. Um, but she was a spewy baby. So she'd like power chuck pretty much from day one, like massive, yeah, yeah massive power chucks um, everywhere, pretty much every feed. So I was feeding quite a lot and... They didn't know why, so um, but she was healthy other than that, so just seemed to be what she did. Um, and then I breastfed till seven months, and then I did like mixed feeding, so added formula in, and then, yeah, so did mix of breast and formula, and then I think I stopped breastfeeding at 10 months. Yeah. Awesome. And did you get your period back after you stopped breastfeeding, or you got it back beforehand? So after I stopped breastfeeding, so I think I didn't get it back till like a year later. So probably, you know, a few months after I stopped breastfeeding at the 10 months. Okay. So, and yeah, was, were you planning on trying to get pregnant again? Yeah. With the second one. Yeah. Because we, why well, told my first one must have been about a year and a bit or a year and a half probably. And then we thought, oh yeah, yeah it would be quite cool to have another one. And I thought it would be quite cool to have two kind of closest together and then yeah, they can, you know, keep each other company and stuff. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And so did you have to try for long to get pregnant the second time or what was that journey like for you? No, we didn't actually. I can't fully remember, but I remember going off the pill and it didn't actually take that long. So, yeah, we were really lucky, which was good. But I think, you know, just us being like fitter and healthier and younger probably helped too. Awesome. Yeah. And how did you find out you were pregnant the second time? So I just did a... Um, stick pregnancy test and then yeah we found out and then we were quite excited so yeah yeah awesome and did you know that you wanted to try for a home birth again at that stage or were you open to other options definitely the home birth because it you know we really enjoyed it and everything went well so that was cool um and for both our girls we had a surprise so we didn't find out what the sex of the baby was so that made it even more exciting yeah awesome and did you have any different symptoms this time around not too bad. I had obviously morning sickness again at the start, but nothing too bad. Um, with my pregnancies, I do get quite low blood pressure, so I do get a bit dizzy. I forgot to mention with Waitohi, I did like faint in the shower one day, so that was pretty scary. Um, oh, okay, yeah. 
But second time around, I kind of knew it. So I, you know, could take it easy and, and know if I was getting dizzy, I'd just sit down and put my feet up sort of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was probably the main symptom for me, just being quite dizzy. Um, yeah. And then yeah. also near the end of my pregnancy, I got, um, well, halfway through, I started getting Braxton Hicks quite early on. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Cause I, it was different to my first one. And then I, I kind of thought, oh, maybe I'm having a boy <laughs> just, you know, cause it's a bit different. <laughs> um, yeah. And with my second, I ended up getting a few more like lower stomach sort of groin pains, like, um, like nerve pain. And they, this, they call them fanny daggers. You get like a sharp pain in <laughs> down there. It's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got a few of those. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. And were you still exercising during that pregnancy or what were you like this time around? Yes, I was, but not as much as the first, obviously, cause I had a toddler as well and you know, wasn't as much into it as I used to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And did you do any of the home birthing classes that you'd wanted to do the first time or you thought that you'd be fine because you'd already done it? Yeah, we didn't end up doing it because we, yeah, we thought, you know, we'd already done it and everything went okay. And yeah, it was, it was good. We felt, you know, confident, I guess. With um, my second, Hapa Hapai, um, so we, we actually live between Christchurch and Kaikoura, so it's quite full on, but, um, so we were up in Kaikoura and it was coming up like a week before I was due. So we're like, oh yeah, we'll just stay here as long as we can before we head back to crush it <laughs> and have the baby. Um, and then, so we, we headed back, we had to go the inland road because of the earthquakes and it was closed and all that. So, um, so it was quite a long windy road, like three and a half hours or four hours or something. And then, yeah, we got back here about four in the afternoon and then, um, we'd, We'd planned a massage, so a lady came around home, which was really nice because, you know, it was the end of pregnancy. I was quite sore. And then, yeah, I was getting a massage and started getting a little bit of back pain. And I was like, oh, that kind of feels like the, um, you know, the labor, like my first labor. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just the Braxton Hicks and that. So then um, my massage finished and then, yeah, they just kept getting worse in my back. And I was like, oh. So, um, yeah, we rang the midwife and then she came around and she thought, Oh yeah, it could just be, you know, the practice ones or we'll just, you know, come and see and see how you go. And then, um, yeah, they just kept getting stronger and stronger. Um, and then she's like, Oh, looks like you're having the baby. So it was quite <laughs> full on. It happened pretty quick. Yeah. So I got that really bad back pain again. I remember thinking, Oh no, here it comes. So <laughs> like a stabbing in the back, but you know, yeah. I used this time around, I used a tens machine because my partner Corey had one. So I stuck the pads on my back, lower back. Um, yeah. And that sort of helped. I think it more just distracted me because when you get the contractions, you can turn it up. So it like kind of makes your muscles, gives them a little shock. So that kind of helped even with the distraction, even if it didn't really help that much with the pain. Um, yeah. And I think just deep breathing and that really helped as well. Like not panicking because, um, like there was no drugs or anything or oxygen. So I was like, okay, I have to, you know, just breathe through this and just, yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> and I think um, being at home as well helped me keep quite relaxed. You know, it was, you know, you got your own environment, your own food and stuff. And yeah, it seemed to help everything flow and happen quite quickly and relax, which was really nice. Yeah. Awesome. And had you wanted to birth in the birthing pool this time or you were comfortable doing it out of the pool? So this time we actually didn't set it up because I, I thought because I'd done it, you know, the same the year before well, with my first daughter, I was like, I'll just try the same thing again. Cause it seemed to work really well. Yeah. Um, and I did think about the water. I thought it would be nice, but then I'm kind of 
got like that scared, like I haven't done it before, you know, I don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I pretty much just did the same thing. So we went down to my room again and then I, yeah, kind of had it just leant over on my hands and knees in my bedroom again. So yeah, that worked really well. And um, yeah, it was good. Like, um, and with me, my waters didn't break before my birth. So I think they, they must've broken when I was in, in labor. So I didn't actually yeah. um really feel them, but yeah. So my second daughter, she came out a week early. So that was all good. And she actually came out with the, um, half of the sack over her head, which was really cool. Oh, okay. Um, and my, so because she came so quick, usually you have um, two midwives at a home birth, but because the second mid- midwife couldn't get there in time. So um, it was actually really special because it was just um, me and my partner and the midwife. Um, and it was really cool because the midwife kind of just stepped back and let Corey like take over. And she actually got the video camera and, and filmed it, which was cool. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah, it sounds weird, but it was actually, it's really cool to look back on and you see like a head come out and then like she comes out and he pulls the sack off her head and then passes her to me. Yeah. So it was really special. Um, and I had my, it was so lucky I had my, um, younger sister looking after Waitohi, my older one, because, um, she obviously knew I was in labor. So she didn't sleep that night and she kept waking up. So it was just really lucky to have her to babysit her while I was in labor and having the baby. Yeah. Awesome. And mm. did you have any grazing or tearing after this birth? So not too bad with this one. It wasn't actually as painful. I think maybe because she came out with the sack on, it might've like made it a bit more smoother coming out. Probably like a little bit of grazing, but nothing, no tearing or anything. I think it was just, you know, just the usual sort of pain and the yeah. after healing sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And did you do the same thing with the placenta again? Yeah. So yeah, he used the same knife to cut the umbilical cord and then, yeah, we put the um, placenta in a carved box that he got carved and then we yeah planted a tree on it. So yeah, it's quite cool as they grow up, they can watch their tree grow and yeah. Yeah, beautiful. That's awesome. And did you go okay with latching this time or what was that experience like? So the second time was actually quite hard, even harder, which is kind of weird because you think you get used to it. But um, my second one, she was really hungry, so she pretty much latched on straight away. Um, but I don't think it was correct latch. So my boobs got really sore, you know, and she was quite a hungry baby. So the first few days, like it was so painful. I'd pretty much cry every time she latched on. Um, Mm, yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't good. I think I just seemed to get, I had really a cracks around my nipples. It was real painful. And then I've got quite sensitive skin. So I think it takes my skin and, you know, breasts a bit longer to heal. Um, yeah, but I found some, amazing like manuka gel breast pads um and I put them in the fridge and then put them on and it helped so much and then um I had an amazing midwife who was like just really helpful and you know would help me with all that sort of stuff and I ended up going to see a lactation consultant as well so that really helped this time around oh awesome that's good and so how long did you end up breastfeeding for with your second so yeah, once I got it, the first few months were hard, but then it got easier and yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Um, so I think I, I breastfed her like till 10 months and then sort of mixed feed with a bit of formula and then stopped breastfeeding about 12 months. So one year old. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. And how were you finding life as a mum to a toddler and a newborn? 
<laughs> yeah. So it was pretty full on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even I, even I remember thinking in the first week or the first couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, how am I going to, you know, get out of the house and then drop my other one off at Core Hunger and then take my newborn. <laughs> so, um, because <laughs> yeah. I had like sore boobs and wasn't breastfeeding that well, I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to, you know, go out too much at the start. And, but yeah, it got better because at least I could drop her at Core Hunger and sort of get that break in the day. And, you know, we'd end up napping in the day with the newborn. And yeah, so that sort of helped, which was good. Um, and we had like our mum stay for the first week, but then we don't have much family here. So it does make it a bit tricky, but, um, yeah, I guess you just get used to it and yeah. And do you think that your family is complete now or do you think you'd like to try for another baby? Probably more in the future. Um, my girls are quite full on at the moment. So yeah, three and a half year old, she's pretty full on and sort of doing naughty things and her sister's copying. So it makes it quite stressful (laughs) at the moment, but, um, yeah, we do want more. I, initially, my partner's like, oh, I'd love six kids. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, I would probably like four. So, yeah, yeah, like we probably will. It would be cool to have a boy as well, but I'm not, you know, not fussed, obviously. But, yeah, we'll probably give it a year or so maybe and then have one or, like, yeah, one or two more if it all goes well. Awesome. Yeah. Well, very cool. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Tessa, and sharing your stories. I think everyone will love to hear about your two home, birth, home births and amazing also what you did with the placentas. So thank you. Cool. Thank you, Jordan. It's good talking to you and um, sharing my story. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Kiwi Birth Tales podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your feedback, so either leave a review on the podcast app that you're listening on or head to our Instagram at KiwiBirthTales and leave a comment there. If you're interested in sharing your birth tale, then please head to the Instagram page and use the email link to get in touch. Thanks again for listening. I really look forward to sharing the next episode with you. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.